Hello, and welcome back to The Girl in the Gown. I'm your host, Lauren Rogers, and today's episode is going to be about the Spokesmodel Optional Competition. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to add in, a few weeks ago, I competed in the Maryland-Virginia pageant, and I'm so happy with how I did. I won actress, photogenic, and runway, and placed second runner-up overall. So, although I did not win the title, one of my closest pageant friends of many years, Gabby, won the Virginia Junior Teen title, so a huge congratulations to her. Also, just wanted to add in that on NAMM's website, they say that the spokesmodel competition at States is only available for preteens, junior teens, teens, and miss. So, please keep that in mind before entering the spokesmodel competition. I've enjoyed competing in the spokesmodel competition previously and most recently winning third runner-up at nationals in 2020 and I placed first runner-up in states in 2021. Now let's jump right into the episode. So really what is the spokesmodel competition? To sum it up the spokesmodel competition is an optional competition where you get to choose a topic and write a speech about that topic and present it on stage. This is a really amazing opportunity to share any personal experiences that you want to talk about whether this includes a past experience or something that has to do with your platform, I've seen a lot of different girls talk about many different things. Just like in every episode, we're going to talk about the three P's and how they pertain to this optional competition. The first P is preparation. This is basically going to talk about how we're writing the speech, how to choose an outfit, and the accessories that we want to go with it. The second P is practice, and this is where we're going to talk about the best methods of practicing based off of my personal experience. So this is where I'm going to share some tips and tricks on how I like to practice, whether I'm practicing in front of my parents or by myself. Finally, we're going to talk about performance, and this is basically what we do when we're on stage. I'll also give you a little bit of a checklist of things to do before you go on stage, as well as what you do while you're on stage. Kicking it right off with preparation, we're going to be talking about how to choose a topic. So recommendations for these topics can be found on NAMM's website or in Magazine One, which will be emailed to you. On NAMM's website, you can find example videos of people competing in Spokesmodel to get an idea of what it's like to compete and what it's like to see other people compete as well, just so you have an idea of what to expect before you are just blindly going to the pageant. So something that's new to this year is that you can pick a topic of your choice. So try to find a topic that you can connect with and share with the audience. Personally, I found that speeches that do the best are the ones that tug on the heartstrings a little bit or overcome huge challenges. And I find that it's really important with those kind of speeches to add a lot of emotion. And we're going to be talking about that in practice as well. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Some contestants like to talk about things that they have personally endured. And sometimes this has to do with their platform and community service. I have most recently spoken about my most admired American woman, and I have placed well at states as well as the national level. When it comes to writing the speech and thinking of things that you want to say on stage, you can either write it yourself or have a coach write it for you. So you can write it yourself, and I definitely recommend trying to write it yourself first, or at least have a very good outline of what you want to have in it before giving it to a coach to write for you. Please note that the speech cannot be over a minute and 30 seconds, but the time does not start until you start speaking. So this is really important. The time does not start when you get up to the podium. You do have enough time to fix the microphone, make sure it's at the right height and far enough away from you. And I'll be talking a little bit more about this in performance as well, so stay tuned for that. 
Think of it like writing an essay and make sure the word flow is good and can be projected how you want it while you're on stage. Spokesmodel is business professional, so it's similar to an introduction outfit. When it comes to accessories, try to keep it small and simple. If you want to add some dainty jewelry, that's completely okay. Just nothing too much that'll take away from you or your speech. When it comes to shoes, heels are highly recommended, and I normally wear a tan heel so it's not a distraction on stage when I'm doing my circle turn, which I will be talking about later. I normally get my shoes from Mark Defang, so feel free to shop on there or look at Diverse Style by Sydney Dion. Please remember to have at least two copies of your speech, one to turn in at check-in and the others to use as practice. It's also important if you want to break up the speech to help you memorize it a little bit more. You can mark different parts of your extra speech and you can try practicing like that, which I will be talking about in practice. Moving on to practice, please have your speech memorized. I cannot stress this enough, but it is a really clean look to go on stage and have your speech completely memorized without having to look down at the podium. I promise the judges will really love that. You can use occasional hand gestures to emphasize parts of your speech or spice it up a little bit, but try not to overdo it. It doesn't really look that amazing to be talking with your hands all the time, but if you really want to emphasize certain parts that you want to get across to the judges, that is really important to have some hand movements. So different methods of practicing include practicing in front of mirrors, family members, and or coaches. If you're practicing by yourself, I highly recommend either practicing in a mirror or recording yourself on your phone to spot any hand, unwanted hand or face movements. This is really important because if you're practicing by yourself and just speaking to nothing and you can't see how you look when you're talking, you won't be able to catch little hand movements or face movements that a judge or a parent would be able to catch. Also, as you get older, you're going to be practicing by yourself a little bit more because it is upon your responsibility to practice. And it is really important to create some really good practicing habits. And I highly recommend doing that by recording yourself or practicing in front of a mirror. Please project your voice when you're on the podium. Just because you have a microphone does not mean that everybody in the entire audience can hear you. You still do need to project your voice. And also projecting your voice adds a level of confidence to your speech and what you're saying. And judges love to see confidence when you're on stage. Please be sure to also practice emotion too, especially if you chose a tug on the heartstrings kind of topic. It doesn't exactly look right to be talking about something that's really happy or something that requires a lot of emotion behind it and saying it with a completely straight face. So I recommend trying to add in little bits of emotion in there too, especially to emphasize certain parts of your speech. Also practice confidence. This is going back to the project your voice topic. It really helps to have confidence in what you're saying because you're going to want to project your voice more and judges really love to see confidence. That's what NAM is all about, building confidence, growing confidence, and that is exactly what the judges want to see. A personal pro tip, I always find some time to take in a few deep breaths and envision my time on stage going as I plan. So this is setting positive expectations for myself and how I'm going to do when I'm on stage. And this is really important because if you have a good vision of what you're doing and what you're talking about, you are naturally going to want to do better or your brain is going to have you do better. I'm learning about this in my psychology class right now. It's actually really interesting. If you set positive expectations and goals for yourself, you will do better than if you do not do that. So I highly recommend taking a piece of paper and writing down some positive affirmations, goals, or expectations for yourself and putting those towards your speech. Finally, moving on to performance. In years past, when you walk on stage, the choreographer wants you to do a circle turn in the middle of the stage before walking up onto the podium. So if you can imagine the state stage, there is a cutout at the middle of the stage 
and you walk straight out and you do not stop and you do a circle turn in the middle of the stage and then then you can stop and take a look at each of the judges be sure to connect with each of them and then when the MC behind the stage says what your speech topic is that's when you start walking over to the podium and remember that your time does not start until you start speaking so this gives you plenty of time to adjust your microphone to make sure it's at the right height for you some things to remember before you go on stage is to steam your dress this makes sure you have absolutely no wrinkles in your dress before you go on stage make sure your hair looks good it always looks good to have a clean look and finally run through your speech backstage This just helps you kind of keep it fresh in your head before you go on stage. And I know from my 10 years of experience of doing pageants that those nerves do kind of get to you before you go backstage. So if it helps you to run through your speech a few times, I highly recommend that. Some things to remember when you're doing your speech is to emit confidence. Judges love to see confidence, especially when you're talking about something that you feel very strongly about. Something else to remember is have eye contact with the judges and the audience. This helps you connect with them, and that's really important, especially, again, if you're doing something that you're very passionate about and you really want to get your points across to the judges. Look them in the eyes and have a kind of like a moment or a connection with them. They will absolutely love that. And finally, project your voice and show emotion. This is really important because, again, you have a microphone, but that doesn't mean that everybody in the entire audience can hear you. And showing emotion can really add emphasis to certain parts of your speech, especially if you're doing something that is really close to your heart. So today we discussed the three P's of the spokesmodel competition, and this was preparation, practice, and performance. Preparation, we talked about writing our speech, choosing an outfit, and choosing the accessories to go with it. In practice, we talked about the best methods of practicing, whether it's in front of a coach or a parent or by yourself. And finally, in performance, we talked about what to do when you're ready to present, Have a nice smile, eye contact with judges during your circle turn, and memorizing your speech prior to the event so you can add inflection as needed for the best presentation. So in conclusion, I highly recommend entering in the spokesmodel competition. It's a really great opportunity to get more time on stage before required competition start and teaches you valuable life skills that you can use for the rest of your life. And that's a wrap. Thank you all so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at the girl in the gown, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye bye.